Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS number 328358. Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were put into conservatorship in 2008 and continued to dominate the mortgage market. The mortgage now market. your host, the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. That's because the election has changed mortgage rates dramatically. Broadcasting from the KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talk it's time for Mortgage Matters. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks much for being with us. Got the uh, Michael Points in the studio now. Hour number two. Hour number two. On Leap Day. That's right. You guys had some fun with that in the first hour. Yeah. May as well, right? I mean, yeah. it only comes once every four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's good to have you back, Jay. It's good to be back. I am uh, I was got went, got my batteries charged up, got some Mexican sun on me, um, you know, worked on lowering the blood pressure, vitamin D. That's the sun one, right? That's the sun one. What vitamin do you get from mosquito bites? I have that one, too. Topped off on that one, too. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be, that'd be, I don't, I'm thinking there's vitamin M. <laughs> there's no vitamin, Mike. Okay. was a trick question. Yeah, I know there's no vitamin. All right. Well, uh, we got a special guest uh, as we threatened we do. here joining us for the second hour. Um, we got Jim Moresco from Midland Pacific Builders. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasure. Yeah. I've got some good rapport with Jim. He and I have. Sat on the board now for a total of, I think it's three years we've been together. Yeah, I think so. Three years, um, Home Builders Association board. But, you know, Jim's been in the building business since he was in his diapers. And I thought, man, we got to have him on the show because he's got so many things going on in the county. We'll talk about that, listeners, throughout this hour. Um, so many new developments that are already building. So many tracks he's completed. Um, and it's a cool story, too. I mean, your family is... The business is your family. Yeah, it is a uh, f- family-owned uh, business. Uh, my dad started it back in 76 while uh, in college. Um, do you want me to go through the whole oh, background? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So my dad was going to, I think, Quest at the time. Okay. And he met someone who'd eventually, eventually become my mom, and they got married. And my dad, uh, going through arch- architecture school, uh, transferred to Cal Poly, graduated, and there were no jobs go- go- going about. There was a uh, recession, so did like most people do and went to grad school at Cal Poly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say chose to be self-employed. <laughs> right. well, I'll just be my own boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yet. Um, and then uh, he was wrapping up and not finished, and he used to tell my mom, like, hey, we got to go figure out what the next steps are. And my mom at the time was working, helping put my dad through college. Right. My mom said, no, you get a job. I'm going to college now. There okay. you go. So my dad said, okay, well, then we got to figure out how we're going to stay here. So he said, you know what? That's, uh, that's buy a home. 
and this was 75 or so, 76. Yeah. Okay. And my mom was like, we can't afford a home. Like, how the, how the heck are we going to be, be able to do that? He said, well, we'll call up uh, my grandpa, my dad's dad, get a uh, $10,000 loan from him and go uh, go buy a home. Like, well, we, we still can't afford it. Like, what happens? Like, well, I, I know that if we rent and we miss a rental a rental payment, they can kick kicks out in 30 days. If we buy a home, we miss a mortgage payment. <laughs> it takes longer it, it takes, to get. It takes about six months. <laughs> So if he calls up my grandpa, tells him the story, my grandpa says, no. <laughs> Bad sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to loan you 10000 bucks to go buy a home. You are, you're an architect, and m- my grandpa was a general contractor. My dad grew up swinging a hammer. Like, by now, with your college education, you should be able to build a home. So I'll give you 10000 bucks to go build a home. So my dad took that 10000 bucks and... Real long story short, got a bank loan and bought a lot in the Sosos and built a small little home for him and my mom. And then, you know, as, as in, by that point, he dropped out of grad school because he was doing that full time. He had right. a job. Right. And then his friends were like, hey, like, what are you up to? And like, oh, I just built a home for myself. And like, oh, you, you built homes? Build you, me one. Yeah, can you build me one? And like, yeah, why not? That's crazy. So our company literally started with one home that my dad built for him and my mom back in 76. And then, like I said, even longer story short, here we are today is one of the uh, major uh, home builders in in this uh, area. Yeah, that's a great story. And, you know, life is so funny that way, right? Sometimes it's just like, hey, hey, buddy, I've been trying to send you the signs you need to be in home building or, you know, for me, it was like, you need to be in lending. You're, you're great with numbers. You like people. What are you doing in this insurance game? And, uh, working for, what did you tell me? I asked him this question a lot for a few years, something about, uh, residuals. That's what the word is. (laughs) Residuals. Yeah. You work really hard for somebody and then later they give you like a buck a day or something for a while (laughs) after that. I was like, well, if you come make 10 bucks a day right now, you can give yourself a buck a day in 30 years too. (laughs) (laughs) You phrased that really well. I remember we sat out in your truck for about an hour one day after I had just a conversation with, at the time was my business partner and it was great. Uh, And for you, Jim, with your dad, I mean, that, that started, I've seen videos of your dad on YouTube mm-hmm. through the site. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, now he's, I don't know if he made it or he's eligible for like the, the building hall of fame. Yeah. So I think it was 2005, 2006, he was inducted into the uh, home builders uh, hall of fame up in uh, San Francisco is part of the uh, California building industry association. Because this dude's done more than just build homes. I mean, he's been on, uh, he was president of the HPA. Yeah, so uh, he was president of the local Home Builders Association. Right. And then, and he helped uh, found the organization. Okay. He was president of PCBC, which is Pacific Coast Builders Conference. Okay. Which is the big uh, home home building uh, trade show conference each year. Mm-hmm. And then he was also president of the CBIA. So the local HBA is an affiliate of the CBIA, which is the statewide uh, 
trade organization. Yeah. So he was a president of that, I want to say, in the late 90s, 98, 99. And then, uh, induct, like I said, inducted in Hall of Fame in 2005, 2006. Right. And then from there, he's like, I'm going to slow down and not be as involved in uh, politics and whatnot. And then when I joined the company in 2008, recession hit, as I'm sure you and your listeners know. And then once uh, we started getting back on our feet, my dad's like, all right, your turn to go. Uh, Rub elbows yeah, with all the beer. Go do that thing. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. Yeah. And Jim's getting started, and he's not holding back. I mean, this is second year as the president of the HBA, and I see you out in the community all the time. Every time we have mixers and events, you're out there doing the hard work. Shaking hands and Can kissing I ask babies. You guys, babies. As long as we're getting to this, I want to ask you guys a question here. My own naivety as well as everyone else that might be listening this morning. Um, what does the HBA do? That is an excellent question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The HBA, the Home Builders Association, is a local trade organization of the various home builders in the area and a lot of our uh, affiliates and whatnot. So got guys like Mike, our member, uh, various engineering firms. And it's a way for us to uh, consult with local uh, governments and politicians to provide our expertise on the housing crisis or whatever issues are coming up that involve housing. Yeah. So it's a platform for us to have a unified voice. So when someone has a question about housing, that's a decision maker. They can come to us and say, hey, can you tell us exactly what this issue is? Because maybe we don't understand all the uh, caveats of it. So between, right. between us, builders, mortgage guys, engineers, landscapers, title companies, title companies. you got a, a lot of real world boots on the ground. Exactly. But I think what gets confused, Jay, and, and we're working on this right now is our message out in public is that it's like, oh, it's just a chamber of commerce for builders. They just network and that's what they do. There's a lot of advocation or advocacy that goes into, um, you know, like some of the new developments that, that gyms and that Jim's company is built our building. We had to go down to city council and say, Hey, look, you know, this is why we believe that this would be good for the community. look at these other people we brought with us to support this. Sure. You know, cause there are obviously pushback from other people that don't want expansion in housing, you know, don't want people to build more. Yeah. Everybody that already has a house, right. <laughs> and no kids. Potentially. Yeah. 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 Um, well, why don't we take a quick break, Jay? Does that work for you? Yeah, break and time. When we do, we'll come back. We'll start talking about some of your um, your developments that are open now, that are selling now, and some that are on the horizon right here in Paso Robles, um, up in the North County. So uh, stick around, listeners. We'll be right back with more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. The mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending will be back in just a few minutes. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit, so call AM Sun Solar today at 805 
972-672-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Mortgage Experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Mortgage Experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust, Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 Mortgage Experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328. 358. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Was that a tribute to me, Jay? That's right. You know, I love those guys. 
Yeah, actually, it um, it's uh, you know I should show you the better version of that song um, as covered by a great band called Fish. Mm. It's a popular uh, encore song of theirs. Yeah. Anyway, well, it just crescendos, right? It just gets bigger and bigger. Oh man! And there's plenty of time in the middle to to just break it down and play. All right. Well, we're um, we're in the off in the studio here with uh, Jim Moresco. Um, COO Midland Pacific Builders and um, so we got a little bit of a walkthrough of the kind of the history of the company a little bit of explanation you said it's a your guys's um, on your publicity tour right now to just sort of help the public realize that um, you're you're hoping to shape if I'm hearing you correctly I mean this is probably a good, It'd be good feedback here. yeah if um, you guys are hoping to help solve problems and shape a little bit of um, the public policy in terms of building and development and challenges for for housing here on the Central Coast by uniting the people that really know what they're doing to be the resource for those advisory bodies, right? Yeah, I mean, we all know we're in a housing crisis in the state and we're all trying to go about and solve it which like any good solution, everyone has a thousand different ways to to solve the problem. Right. Some good, some bad, and it's... Just, some irrelevant. Yeah. It's about, you know, what is the one that works? And to be honest, like, what we think works may not be the greatest solution because we don't know all the other caveats of uh, other problems that people not in our industry are, are concerned about. So it's, sure. oh, it's good to have that back and forth and just be able to have that conversation and find a middle ground that benefits uh, everybody. I've often wished that like HUD um, would rely on people like us. (laughs) I mean, how great would that be if they had a a regional representative? We've seen programs. I mean, in, in particular, this is getting a little bit better lately, but here's a great example, right? Um, Affordable housing, right? Every city or county has some sort of component now to a housing project that you either have to provide, directly provide X amount of affordable housing units by way of, you know, the project approval, uh, just incorporate those into your deal, right? Or you've got to contribute. Can you still, a lot of the cities around here used to do like an in-lieu fund where you could contribute offsetting money into the housing fund that would be used to provide housing in other areas, right? Yeah. So most of the jurisdictions in this area, if they have a type of affordable housing element, most of them, it's going to be an in-lieu fee. Okay. Some it's you go build uh, affordable in your project or they have both and you get to choose. Combination of. Yeah. Which one you want to do. Um. I don't know if Mike told you, I, I know he was sort of telling you about me before um, I came in and we got on the air here, but um, I was a city and regional planning major oh. from Cal Poly. And that was what I did in my old life before I got roped into this mortgage world. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, point is I was, I, I find myself just always like, man, if only the people that do these things would consult the like real world practitioners that are making it happen we could make life a lot easier for them well it's, it's the old they joke were, in our uh in our company it's uh what makes a good uh planner three votes on a five vote committee yeah there you go <laughs> i was i was part of the um 
I, I delivered the, when I worked for a city of Atascador, I delivered the planning commission packets to all the planning commissioners. Okay. So I got to assist a little bit on staff and, um, you know, it, in fact, that really was ultimately what solidified for me that I was not going to do that for a living. Um, we would on, so on staff, we'd get like a project, right? Yeah. Which at the time would be from like Kelly Gearhart or mm. some other, you know, big fish here in Atascadero. And I would, you know, you start through your your part of the process there is like well does this fit is it doing what it's supposed to do are they meeting all the requirements or kind of like underwriting where you're going through the guidelines just to make sure that this thing complies with what is legally allowed to happen there and you know maybe there's some sort of uh, exception being asked for in terms of lot size or parking spaces or communal Mm -hmm. spots or whatever right so it's all those things that um, the planners work on and because that's what we're skilled to do yeah and then um, so by the end of it you know we'd prepare the the report for planning commission with a recommendation of what staff believes should be done and by the way we've worked a lot now with all the people behind the scenes from the different departments and the builder and we've had public uh, workshops at times with community members and we've put a lot of love work into this and that most of that work those plan commission dudes are they're rarely around uh, <laughs> but so anyways i digress uh so you get you get down to the planning commission meeting and say hey there's a lot of lot of time put into this and here's the report i'm sure you had time to read it oh yes of <laughs> course i read it from you know cover to cover and then they'd make a vote, and the, it burned me up. And those dudes at the time was like, well, he's on the board because, you know, X, Y, Z. You know, that's the planning commission. And and things that we would recommend for approval because they were perfectly compliant would fail. And mm-hmm. things that we would recommend for, you know, denial for X, Y, and Z reasons would fly right through because those two dudes were in each other's weddings or something, you know? <laughs> and I was like, man, I just don't think I can make this my life's work. It's not just not what I saw myself doing. That was seriously, ultimately, um, I had a few planning jobs before that, but it was uh, before I even graduated from Cal Poly, I'd already decided that I was abandoning the planning path and got a job in the mortgage business. And I mean, uh, for how much planning goes into every development, the vote always comes down to the fielding of the whatever commission you're going before. Yeah. So you can, right. you can have all the experts you want working on it, but how much do they like you? Yeah. And yeah, if they don't like you. That's yeah. That. So some of the home builders association is to not to sway that vote, but make sure they're not doing something wrong when making, making sure that they understand how much work goes into all this stuff. Yeah. I think that um, speaking of work that's gone into it, um, you know, Midland Pacific has a great, um, Midland Pacific Homes has a great website. Listeners, you can check it out at midlandpacific.com. Um, in just the about page, you'll see all of the projects they've completed in the past. And looks like Pops was pretty busy in the <laughs> 80s and 90s and even the early 2000s. So he's been consistently building Yeah, since he started that first home. So when he f- started the first home, he did a few one-off homes here and there. And then we switched to a commercial medical office building company and then in the okay. early 90s uh an opportunity came along for us to do a 
housing track in Kavinga of all places. Mm-hmm. So we did that, and my dad realized this is the type of a direction he wants to go in. Okay. So since the early 90s, we've mainly focused on uh, res- residential uh, tr- track homes. Yeah, you get some good Templeton work as well. Yeah. Um, so that's all on the uh, forward slash about page. Again, it's midlandpacific.com forward slash about. So what's going on now, Jim? You've got three things that are popping right now. Yeah, so we got three active projects right now. One in San Luis, one in Tascadero, and upcoming one in Paso. The San Luis one is called Toscano, and that is 159 new homes. It's located on the south side of South Hills. Right. So uh, if you're driving south on Higuera, where the DMV's at, is at Margarita Avenue. So if you head east on Margarita, that will pretty much take you to our uh, project. Yep. And those homes, uh, they range from about 1,300 square feet to just shy of 2,300 square feet. Right. And those guys are going for, uh, depending on square footage, from the high sixes to the mid uh, 800 thousands. And we're just over about halfway th- through that project. And then our Atascadero project is... Halfway through building it and selling it? Correct, yeah. So the uh, we have, we've closed, I want to say, about 80 homes. And then right now we have another uh, 20 or so under construction. It's about another 50 to start construction okay. and what's nice if you look at the map on the web page um this is going to be in the neighborhood section for midland pacific the uh, what i think are the best homes remaining the ones that border like you know the backyards all open into open space jay mm-hmm. those in my opinion are the best homes and those are the ones that are future release still yeah the uh, we're actually getting ready to release the first of those in the coming weeks okay yeah they'll back up to open space in perpetuity Mm-hmm. And they're on a hill, so they're going to have views looking all over that South San Luis area. Right. So once once they're finished, it'll be a real nice uh, n- neighborhood. Is there a mountain lion up there? There is, to my knowledge, there is no mountain lion up okay. there. I've seen a mountain That's lion where I hike. There. I hike there. And but you bring dogs with you. Correct. So you're probably fine. Yeah, probably fine. Labradoodles, I mean, maybe. <laughs> if you're if you're like Luna a... Luna would probably mess up a mountain A lion. small child no. with like a sprained ankle walking funny. That's like, you know... That's their prey. That's the one you want to worry about. Yeah. I'm sure by now okay. all the, all the trackers have uh, scared them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. And so Toscana is, um, not to be confused with Sarah Meadows, but it's very close to Sarah Meadows. Yeah, so Sarah Meadows is directly below us. Right. So a few of their homes butt up to our homes. Yep. So yeah, they're right next door. They've got a little bit of activity left there. Those ones that border that commercial road. Yeah. The uh, I believe it's a montage is doing some homes along uh, yep. Prado, and they're yep. uh, I'm not sure how far along they are, but I know they're getting close to wrapping up. I think. Yeah, I think I would agree with you there. And you've got a project up in. Atascadero as well. That's the Sarah Robles project, right? Correct. Uh, Sarah Robles, that's uh, 17 homes, and it's at the corner of Viejo Camino and Santa Barbara, which for those not familiar with Atascadero, is south of Atascadero, and it's uh, uh, two blocks away from the freeway, but it's still uh, in the midst of all these oak trees, and it's very secluded. So it's uh, That's the one that's right there on the corner? 
Yeah. You, so you're going up Santa Barbara as you cross El Camino Real. You come over the hill at the next stop sign. It's on the left there. Yeah, exactly. That is such an awesome little neighborhood. Yeah. I live close to there. Oh, so I drive by there regularly. And we walk by there and bike by there. So that's on our walking path down to the park. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's killer. I love how you guys preserved um, so many of the like native oak trees yeah. within the project. Yeah. It's, it, I haven't seen it. But when you look at the site map, it's like all oak trees. It's looked like you built in a forest. It, it, it pretty much is. And it's all of the architecture is uh, that S- Santa Barbara Mediterranean style. Yeah. So the homes are white stucco, red roofs. Yeah. And it's a real stunning neighborhood. And really, I don't You probably know this. I bet you've spent a fair amount of time there. But it's about about a 12-minute from exit to exit for you to go from there to slow. Yeah, that's so. That's phenomenal. Super close. Like it's, I, I could probably get to parts of San Luis from there faster than you can. I agree with you. <laughs> living out past. The I airport. live by the airport, and I'm like right across the street from Mind Body, which is I like that part of town. I do, um, but man, I got to get on Broad, hit those stop signs. If I want to get to the freeway, it's like, do I go straight? Do I go left on Tank Farm? Isn't that weird decision to make? Yeah. I had to. Yeah, just this week I had to go out there by you. I had to go to Left Coast to pick up the rest of the Central Coast Lending sweatshirts, and um, I was like, "Man, I which way do I go?" There's yep. several options, and they all seem like I got to go out of the way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, anyhow, point is, it's super That's fantastic. Yeah, quick to get down to slow. It's, it's equally, super- you know, it's almost the same to get to Paso Robles, right? So you've, you're like very centrally located in a place where I just got to say. I mean, how much is the average home in that little track there? They're going from the mid to high seven hundred thousand. Okay. So for the and if you took that same home, granted, you're not going to get the view, the trees, or like the quiet nights. But if you took that home and just plopped it down in San Luis, that's a one point five. Yeah, it's it's a, it's <laughs> so a multi million dollar home. Twelve minutes to you know in, to save that in, uh, for these homes to I save mean, six grand a month. They're twice the size of the yeah. average home in San Luis. The lot size is twice the size of a of the average lot in San Luis, and you can get that for the same price to live twelve minutes out outside of a town. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's I want to cool. I want to touch on this really quick because Jim and I have spoken about this before. I love that you guys picked this area and you guys are talking about this because one of the things you guys don't sacrifice on is like, oh, let's just put, you know, materials in the home mm-hmm. that make that price you know, six ninety nine. Yeah. You'd rather buy land that's more affordable and put more back into the, the home as far as quality. So, and sure, the price is still going to be a little bit high for a Tascadero. I think 700 is slightly high. Would you say, Jay, you're the Tascadero expert? Um, no, not, not for that square footage. Um, okay. If anything, I'd say that those are, those are just about right in the sweet spot of pricing, to be honest with you. That part of a Tascadero, that south, that southern side of a Tascadero is a very desirable place. Okay. On the west side of a Tascadero, you know, in between like 41 north up onto the hills, that's where all the old, there's not tracks up there, but that's like where the older, more spread out homes are but a lot of them are like you got to wind up a cattle trail between oak mm-hmm. trees up and down hills you can spend 15 minutes in the back roads to get up to what is a great property but um anyhow then yes. that other part of a tasketer has similar um kind of uh you know lot size type of thing a lot of that southern part of a tasketer was half acre to acre uh, minimums and mm-hmm. 
yeah, they're covered in homes that are 22 to 2,700 square feet. So that's the part of town also where you get a little bit bigger homes. But I would say all of that stuff over there, if you just tell me that you're at Santa Barbara South um, and give me square footage, I'm going to start, I'm going to say you're at $700,000 regardless. So I'm looking at these, you've got most, I mean, all of these homes are about in, oh, there's one. There's one that touches into the 800,000, but um, the rest of them are all in the 700s, and the square footage of these homes are 21 to 2,900 square feet. And there's some in escrow right now at 700. Yeah. And I did a, I did a couple of loan estimate scenarios that we could go over. Um, where are we at in time? Are we good on this segment? Um, let's do a break. We're, yeah. we're at break time. Then we get back. Then you can talk. Yeah, about we'll talk a little, a little bit, bit about, about monthly things. payment and pricing, down payment, and how oh, these types of homes can be affordable. Where the rubber meets the road, huh? Yeah. Get into the the real talk. And we'll keep Jim on the show for all you listeners. We're here with Jim Resco from Midland Pacific Builders. We'll be right back with more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. The mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending will be back in just a few minutes. Hey, Brian from AM Sun Solar here. Did you know that if you own a home and have an electric bill, you could miss out on the full 30% solar tax credit this year if you don't act fast? The full 30% tax credit lowers after this year, so you're going to miss out on cash and time is running out. Call AM Sun Solar today to see if your home qualifies for the full 30% solar tax credit. Get your free solar consultation before it's too late. We are already filling up our installation schedule to get the tax credit. So call AM Sun Solar today at 805-772-6786 or visit us at amsunsolar.com. AM Sun Solar is located in Paso Robles, so you know you're working with a local company that has the best equipment and a 20% longer workmanship warranty than anyone else in the area. Call us today at 805-772-6786 or visit amsunsolar.com to see if your home qualifies for a solar energy system and the full 30% solar tax credit. That's 805-772-6786. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. As a direct VA lender, we specialize in helping the great servicemen and women of the Central Coast utilize their benefit to purchase and refinance real estate. We thank you for your service and believe it's a distinct honor to serve you. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We are using low down payment programs and down payment assistance programs to help folks just like you buy their first home. You may not need to save and wait as long as you think. Are you ready to explore home ownership? Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. In the heart of wine country, in Templeton, home to one of the top school districts, you can own a brand new, beautiful home, not a condo, a home, built by the best, starting for less than $500,000. Introducing Vineyard Creek from Coastal Community Builders, who've been shaping our community for 30 years. Right now, Vineyard Creek, just off Las Tablas Road in Templeton, has plenty of homes to choose from. But with prices starting below $500,000, homes are selling fast. Visit CoastalCommunityBuilders.com today. 
In these times of economic turmoil, it's hard to know where to turn for financial security. At Blakesley & Blakesley, they've been providing solid financial advice for over 30 years. If you'd like a second opinion on your investments or just a financial tune-up, turn to a proven name you know you can trust. Blakesley & Blakesley. For the service you deserve and the advice you trust, come to Blakesley & Blakesley with offices in San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, and Paso Robles. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. We believe that cell phone apps are great for some things and wrong for others. When it comes to something as significant as a mortgage, use our team of mortgage experts. Leave the apps for ordering pizza, not for buying a home. Use your phone for its original purpose and give us a call today. Just call 543 Central Coast. Central Coast. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. NMLS number 328358. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920 and FM 96.5. Join in on the conversation at 805-543-8830 or 1-800-549-5832. Now, back to the mortgage experts from Central Coast Lending. Welcome back. Um, all right. So I got all excited about that um, track down there. I guess we talked about that for a minute. And then yeah. you were ready to start telling us about some uh, some of the math on this stuff. Well, you know, they all change in price. Um, you can see the prices. I love this also about Midland Pacific's website. They're very transparent about each home. Is it active? Is it listed? Is it ready to be sold? Is it in escrow? So when you go again to midlandpacific.com, you can go to neighborhoods. You can check this out, what I'm telling you now. There are a couple in escrow in the Cerro Robles um, development. That's the, is it 17 units? Yes. 17 units yeah. right there where you guys were going on and on about in South Atascadero, which I did not know was 12 minutes from slow, but that is amazing. And uh, what I did is I looked at... People have lost more than one bet to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the Dow. Looks like They're I'm like, going to win yeah, the Dow. You're up in a Tascadero, so right. see you at noon. And I'm like, it's 12 minutes. I'll be there in 12 minutes. There's no way. Well, you're coming okay. downhill, too. If I make it, you <laughs> buy lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what I did is I just put two scenarios here, um, and I want to just set this up properly. Um, the purchase price is 700000 um, the buyer's putting down 10% and they have a 720 FICO score. And um, so that's going to leave them with a loan amount of 630. And uh, right now, which is just crazy to say out loud, a, a $630,000 loan is going for seven and three quarters percent, seven point. Excuse me, three point seven five percent. You did I say seven me. and three quarters? <laughs> yeah, I had a weird moment. Of guy. <laughs> you said seven like three times, and I was like, "What are you? Are you doing this uh, from the too many sevens from the Carter presidency? Where are we? <laughs> yeah, it's eighty one. Uh, to start over, thank you. 
uh, three and three quarters is the interest rate. So what that means is, you know, the borrower is going to have to make a decision about mortgage insurance, right, Jay? And they'll have um, a principal and interest payment of twenty nine seventeen, insurance payment of just over a hundred bucks, and property tax. It comes all out to a payment of three hundred and seventy seven, excuse me, three thousand seven hundred and seventy eight dollars a month. But the reason that payment's less than four grand is because they decided to pay off their mortgage insurance in full at closing, which we've talked about a couple times. So you get to have a brand new house with an under $3,800 a month payment. The mortgage insurance does need to be paid off at closing. Um, Central Coast Lending's loan officers will walk you through how that would work. But um, many times it makes sense to pay the mortgage insurance off at closing if you've got at least 10% down and a decent FICO score. Um, it is about a $9,500 fee instead of paying what the next scenario would be is um, $236 a month. You just pay it all off at the beginning, um, giving yourself the opportunity to have that lower payment and not really have to worry about um, when that mortgage insurance is going to fall I'm off. A, I'm a fan of that approach in a market like this where just got to believe that mortgage interest rates have bottomed again. Um, yeah. I mean, I did, I did a loan just nine months ago. Uh, for a, a fella that I'm refinancing today. Um, right. Yeah, he bought a house uh, just almost three years ago and um, started out with an FHA loan with 3.5% down. That was great. Rates dipped a little bit. Property value went up a little bit. We got him into a conventional loan at about 10% equity and got him down to a 4% interest rate with a lower MI. That was good. He was happy. He saved about 200 bucks a month. That was about April or May. Yeah, so a house yeah. started out at a mortgage of about $2,800 a month. And um, anyhow, we, we ended up refinancing the house into a conventional loan to about 4% and got the payment down by a couple hundred bucks again. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're refinanced. So that time we did, he wanted to do this, so we did it. Uh that um, lump sum mortgage insurance. Instead of having monthly mortgage insurance, just buy the thing out. Basically, it calculated out to like 26 or 27 months or something. Mm-hmm. And we just thought, man, the interest rate's good and low. You know, may as well pay the fee and just be done. And so this week I put in a refinance application for him. Right. And I ran the automated underwriting engine at an 80% loan to value. Um which means that he would not have to have a mortgage insurance. If it agreed with that, it gave us an appraisal waiver. So we're out of the mortgage insurance column now. Um, and getting this one was a, um, was locked in. It's a lower loan amount, but it was locked in at like 3.37 APR. So killer deal. House payment on that whole shindig. Like I said, when he got it, it was just below three grand. And now by way of these refis and getting rid of the mortgage insurance, we got this thing down to like 2,100. So game changer in three years, dude, saving. And, you know, and now looking at having a 30 year fix, that's uh, set forever. You know, there's probably no, no reason to ever redo that loan unless somehow got dissatisfied, which I think it also, when you're talking about these brand new homes, it makes it a pretty epic opportunity. Um, Kind of the golden age, you know, where, you could buy a great product in a part of town that's amazing and affordable. And like we said, it's it's at least discounted by 50% being in a Tascadero from San Luis. I mean, yeah. I, at least 50%. Um, and to boot, you can get an interest rate, like you said, in the threes, which right. is crazy. Right. And those are, what are the 
on average the square footage of those, Jim? On on average, probably about uh, twenty six hundred. Wow, wow. Are you gonna move? That's dynamite. In the the average of that size, about thirteen thousand square feet. So. Well, I, I asked that because I want to segue into this. I mean, let's think. Let's say, I mean, how many people when you were in the San Luis office, you sat down with young. You know, hardworking families are like, we want to live here in slow. We're going to stay here in slow. And you said, okay, well, if that's the case. Here's what you can get. You're probably going to be <laughs> over near Laguna Lake. And this was 2013, 2014, which is fine. You know, you're in slow. You're you're close to your work. You've probably made $140,000, $160,000 in equity since you bought in 14. For 90000 down and closing costs, you could be into this house. You only improve your situation if you bring more cash in. Well, I'll tell you this. I mean, first of all, um, a pretty reasonable point. That that um, Laguna Lake neighborhood over there, those houses are all, you know, 1,200 square foot selling for six hundred grand. So That's why um, I use that area. Yeah. Hopefully yours doesn't have the foundation issue. <laughs> uh super expansive soil there but it, you know anyway point is that's the that's the interesting juxtaposition of the product that you could get in a market that's literally like i mean to get over to laguna lake you got to get off on madonna and zip down a mile um so let's call that one 15 minutes yep 15 mm-hmm. minutes apart of a pretty beautiful drive that rarely has traffic and you're looking at a 1200 square foot house for 600,000 bucks or you pop up to the the mid sevens and end up with a, a pretty amazing home um that's on a little you know what about a little more than a quarter of an acre yeah pretty killer um yeah, you should buy one of these. Dude. I'm I'm seriously thinking about it. Uh, you're a I know that. a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to say is, so I I added another scenario here where the Toscano properties that Jim was talking about earlier in slow those ones that are releasing very soon, um, the ones that we talked about with the view and those are right in the eight thirty to eight fifty range. Uh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, right now, the, the homes we have available. Yeah. Right. So maybe you go in reverse. Maybe you've made your money in a Tascadero and you really want to get down to slow for other reasons. In reverse, um, you know, nobody, nobody wants to do that. <laughs> you have to put a bit more down with that price range to get into a conforming loan limit, a conventional loan. You could always do a jumbo, but I don't like jumbos when you have less than twenty percent down. I think the pricing just doesn't make sense. Um, with just over 15% down, you'd have a loan amount of 690 on an 830 purchase in Toscana, and you'd be looking at a total payment um, without mortgage insurance of 4200 a month. Okay, so you'd be looking at um, probably about four, only 4000 due at closing for the PMI to be paid off in full, and a total down payment with closing costs of 155 Just again, this is for someone that has a 720 credit score, and you'd have to have again on a $830,000 purchase you'd be putting down 140. So these are I mean for years Jay for years I've listened to you talk about this place needs more units. We need more places to live and now this year not only nationally but you know Jim and his company here locally are are starting to bring those to market. It's like they're all kind of happening at the same time. Well, cuz it takes a long time, right? I mean what the how how long would you say on average these projects are taking? Like this one that we were just talking about in Atascadero. Um, 
We bought that one as it was going through the entitlement process. So that one only took us about two or three years to get from uh, halfway through the entitlement process to uh, shovel in, in the ground. Um, our San Luis one took... That uh, one felt like they, they did some site grading and some road work, and then it that sat for quite a while. That one back in the past was a mobile home park, I believe. So when we were uh, excavating the site, that there were pads, there was you could tell like dirt roads that had been overgrown with brush and whatnot. So it had gone through a couple of iterations before it finally became the project it's becoming right now. Got it. Okay. Sorry. I and so the one in slow oh, took yeah. from the one from slow. That one from uh, starting the entitlement process to shovel in the ground probably took. Uh, I mean, it's before my time, but I want to say 10 to 15 years. Right. So, yeah. uh, Wow. Is that? Got to be patient to do this job. You got to, yeah, and you got to keep investors happy too. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. Should there be investors. Um, You know, so much goes into it. If you build one house, you know, you build one house on one lot, it's like, all right, that's where the house is going to go. But when you build like 147 units, how do you even visualize how this community is going to look is that a lot of is that a lot is that where a lot of the time goes in the front end planning um yes and no the uh it's kind of a two-factor approach one is uh you hire an engineering firm and they work with you and both the two of you work with whatever city or county you're working with and figure out between all the criteria and whatnot, and that's what takes so long to, to get done and get the proper approvals. So once you have the map, so to speak, then you can vis- start to visualize what's happening. So a good example of that is our Toscano project. That is on a hillside, and the lots are about 5,500, 6,000 square feet. So in this day and age, pretty average size lot, but still uh, pretty compact. Not R2, right? Those are just R1 lots? Correct. Yeah, okay. And so we were looking at it, and like it's on a hillside, and the, the homes are going to be decently close together. This And the paver, the streets are all pavers. So there's one asphalt street, that's a big circle around, around the project, but all the interior streets, they're all pavers. And we're looking at, looking at it thinking, this is like an Italian village, like the Mafia Coast. So we actually hopped on Google Maps for a while, and we were walking around Italy looking at all of these neighborhoods there, and we said, that's, that's the vision. It, we, we can't do this style, that style. This is going to be an Italian village. So when we hired our, hired our architect, we told her our vi- vision, and that's how we got the designs of the homes, then how yeah. we got the name of the project. Yeah. No, I was going to say, it's it's aptly named. Thanks. Yeah. I like your guys' style, especially how you put more back into the property with regards to material. I know that we've talked about, you know, builders today are like, they've something's got to give, right? Yeah. It's like, it's not, the land's not cheap. The permits aren't cheap. You got to try to make it affordable or no one's going to buy it. And, and for us, we, we look at it as, I mean, in this area, the homes are just, so expensive so when you're buying a home you don't want to feel like you just bought a home that feels like the apartment you just moved out of right right so right. W- when we do home we, we want to make sure we're, p- we're putting in 
high-end amenities. So those cabinets, the countertops, the plumbing fixtures, just all the things that you feel and touch in your home are what you expect at a home at that price. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not like you're, like I said, moved out, out of your apartment into a bigger uh, apartment. Right, right. This is the part where we tell you that we want um, we want to be um, as helpful as we can to you in these projects. You know, I think you and I have built a rapport over yeah. the last couple of years. You guys have a lender on staff, right? Is that how you do it at Midland? Not on staff, but we had a we have a preferred lender we work with. Many of them come to people come to you and they they want to get pre approved. You guys start reservations for Sarah Robles now. Are you looking at people coming in and making a reservation and reserving spots now? Yeah, so uh, Sarah Robel is actively selling. So uh, right now, the for that project, we're waiting for a buyer to come along, and then they'll sign a contract, and then we'll start construction on the home. Okay. And part of the reason for that is we also offer a lot of various ways to upgrade your home. Got it. So that each house is individually that person's. So we have like a, over a hundred different cabinet finishes to pick from. Dynamite, yeah. We send you to our spire uh, showroom for countertops, so that we can customize each home to provide what that buyer wants. Well, Jim, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Again, yeah, this course. is uh, Jim Moresco, the Chief Operating Officer um, of Midland Pacific Homes. Best way to reach him is um, J. Moresco, that's J-M-O-R-E-S-C-O at MidlandPacific.com. And the main line there is 805-466-5100. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Go check out their website. MidlandPacific.com is outstanding. Um, Jim, we appreciate you coming on. And Jay, uh, another great show in the books for Leap Day. I didn't even say Leap Day once. Leap Day. Uh, I just want to remind everybody with uh, everything that's going on within the uh, global economy right now, rates are impossibly low. I mean, absolutely nobody had vision of this whatsoever. Um, If your interest rate is above 4%, you should absolutely reach out to us. Um, We'd love to walk you through a scenario. if you have mortgage insurance, you know, if you've had a loan for a year or two and you've got mortgage insurance, you should reach out to us. If you have a rate over 4% and you have mortgage insurance, what are you waiting for, people? Call us now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, also some of you guys don't have a home yet and you're feeling jilted by not having something to refi. So uh, if you got to buy your first house, that's the first step in getting ready to refi. Um, you got to get your foot in the door. And so reach out to us this week, 805-543-LOAN, which is 543-5626. We'll pair you up with a loan officer, get you pre-approved, figure out what to, uh, you know, what your budget's like, what you need to do, goals, things to work on. Um, let us make that happen for you. Start at centralcoastlending.com. Um, and again, I just want to reiterate uh, Jim Moresco's information here, Midland Pacific Homes. If you want to reach out to him, it's J Moresco, M-O-R-E-S-C-O at midlandpacific.com. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at info at centralcoastlending.com. Gentlemen, thank you very much for being with me today. Thank I appreciate you. it as always. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. Leap day. We'll, so- be, we'll be back next week with a whole nother episode of Mortgage Matters.